Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 345 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. This week, we are sponsored by Stormcrow's Super Special Miracle Whip. That's right, put your mayonnaise jars away. We are talking Miracle Whip, and this is super special right from the man from the south, Stormcrow himself. This dude puts Miracle Whip on everything. And you know what, guys? I'm a believer. Miracle Whip on your eggs? Mmm, sounds great. Miracle Whip on your ice cream? Who needs chocolate sauce? I tell you what, Stormcrow uh, sent me a couple jars and they are already gone. I am ordering more. And you can order more too at a discount. Just use discount code Panda is sexy naked when you go to do your order for 5% off. And dude, that's 5% off. You might as well get an extra jar. I don't know, guys. I at first I was like a mayo guy, you know, like mayo on my sandwiches. Uh, but then Stormcrow came by and he's like, dude, you can put this on steak. You can put it on bacon like it's great. You can put it on your salad dressing. You don't even need any other salad dressing. I would. He, he, this is his words. Exactly. I wouldn't even put Thousand Island on my salad dressings anymore. I am Miracle Whip all the way and not just any Miracle Whip, but special Stormcrow Miracle Whip. So we want to thank him. Um, it is it's great when sponsors come along and they help fund the show. And it's even better when they give us free merch and the merch is wonderful. So uh, I apologize ahead of time. You guys might hear me eating during the show. I'm literally addicted. I think there might be crack in it, um, but it's cool. Like it just goes on everything. So just I just I have like plates of food with Miracle Whip on it. And uh yeah, I'm just I'm so excited for the show and the Miracle Whip. So anyways, Play that intro music, and uh, thanks, Stormcrow. You are the best. Potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! Potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers. Miracle Whip's gross. Mayo's gross. It's all gross to me. I down fuck. with mayo. Fuck man. I you know mayo or Miracle Whip. Like I'll take mayo. Like I'd rather have mayo on a sandwich or something like that. But um, I'm not smothering Miracle Whip all over everything like Stormcrow does. So that's yeah, no, just you, you bad. Can't, yeah. You can't yeah. do that. Yeah. But uh, speaking of mayonnaise. <laughs> speaking of mayonnaise, we have someone new on the show. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, hi, Koala. How are you today? Doing pretty good. Um, what about you guys? What are you doing? He says he's doing pretty good. How about oh. us? Oh, okay. I was like, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> Some uh, of us have had a bit more booze than others this evening. I, I know. I... <laughs> I've had zero alcohol. I actually got home and uh, Debbie was drinking a beer and I'm like, oh, shit, you went and got beer like I was super excited. And she goes, no, this is the last one in the fridge. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, oh, Each with a, a get fucked afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but I did instead of uh, instead of eating like uh, a full dinner tonight, I've just had two things of coffee. So. That's probably where the excitement and craziness is coming from. Yeah. That is a lot. That is a lot of danger there. I, well, dude, it was like, I got out of work, dude, 
and I was exhausted. Like five o'clock rolled around and I was just fucking like dead. And so um I was like, oh, I'll I'll eat a little fruit and make some coffee. And then I had to take a kiddo to gymnastics and I was like, I should make some more coffee for gymnastics. And <laughs> it, is, it has all worked out so far so good. So yeah. Anyways, Admiral Nips, how are you today? Well, it's been a really busy week, so brain is sort of fried, and it's only Thursday, and I have lots of work left to do, but still doing all right. That's good. Uh, I mean, it's not good that your brain is fried, but it's good that it's almost Friday, and hopefully you can get your shit done. Right. Yeah. I have, I have to work tomorrow, but our team is going out for lunch, and it, it sucks because, like, five years ago, going out to lunch means that the company was picking up the tab. And now going out to lunch means you get to pick up the tab, but you also don't have to work for like two or three hours. So it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> six of one half dozen of another, I guess. Right. Like <laughs> I'm spending going out to eat money to hang out with coworkers. So like, is that a plus? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm not working for like the middle part of the day. So I guess that that's okay. That is okay. Yeah. So. How about you, Koala? Do you have, is tomorrow your actual Friday, or do you gotta work this weekend? No, I gotta work this weekend. Do you? I was off on Tuesday, and here I am dreading it, because it's usually dead on Saturday, but we have to sit there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, before we get too far into this, uh, I think we should ask our man some questions. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, So, let's start off with an easy one. What is the square root of 920? I see. I think I'll just walk myself out of here and uh, <laughs> call it a night. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, all right. It, only, only, you know, only give away what you feel like you need to. Don't, uh, don't feel like you need to dox yourself or anything. Uh, what part of the world do you live in? I live in the Northeast. I actually live in Jersey. Uh, recently moved here, like, maybe in the last three years. I'm going to call that recent just because I lived in New York most of my life. Um, it sucks. There's nothing to do out here in Jersey. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it is a good change of pace. You know, New York just is a little too crowded, at least where I was. So and, were you uh, in, like, New York City proper? No, no, no. I was in, uh, oh. I in Yonkers, which is, like, just next to the Bronx. So I was neighbors oh, okay, with okay. the five boroughs. Oh, and, okay, uh, cool. It was pretty much a borough without being a borough. Yeah, I guess I guess for us Midwestern people, that counts as New York City, right? Like, I, I don't know the division well enough. I'm like, is there skyscrapers? <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's just really it's, you only see that when you go to Manhattan. Oh, OK, OK. And then, uh, yeah, I worked there a couple of years ago, too. Um, same thing. You just it takes like an hour to move through like five miles worth of traffic you're just like oh, i hate myself <laughs> uh what do you prefer bagels or pizza for new york um pizza it's gotta be pizza bagels it's yeah. like eh. you know do you really want to just eat just straight bread first thing in the morning or you know are you gonna ruin yeah. your whole day by you know eating some leftover pizza love me some bread <laughs> I, I love bread i just can't eat it all the time <laughs> uh um that's cool man uh do you move for like work stuff 
Yeah, I, I took a job offer, and then I didn't actually like where I ended up, so I ended up going back to, because I work for Audi. I'm just, like, battling them with the German tech dark side nonsense that they got going on over there. And, uh, and yeah, so I was just, like, I took a shot, and I was like, ah, I don't like uh, where I ended up, so I just went straight back to Audi, and uh, I've been there since. That's cool that you were able to get back into it, though. Like that, you went, you went, and you tried something, and then you still, you still were able to like fall back on something to get a paycheck still going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how long you've been playing Destiny? Uh, since Forsaken, I don't know how many years ago that was. It's been too long. Okay. We're, we we have we have issues with this game (laughs) (laughs) yes yes um let's see uh have you always been a god in multiplayer no hell no when i when i started playing this game i came from came from cod i got bored of cod and then i had already bought d2 but um it was during year one and i tried it for like a day and i was like oh this game is terrible just because of the double primary stuff yeah I was like, for that, I w- might as well just play COD. So I went back to COD, came back in first, at the very end of Warmind, going into Forsaken, when they did that Go Fast update. Yeah. Or whatever it was called. And that's yeah. when I was like, okay, I can actually play this game now. That's cool. Um, <laughs> what, el- what, like, what else do you play? Like, what's your gaming history? Or what are the games that you've been proficient with? Mm, proficient? Uh... A weird way of putting it, but uh, like I said, I played a lot of COD. <laughs> you God can't like, like a, a game if you suck at it. <laughs> you can though. I I like nah, uh, I, I like playing uh some of the Demon Souls games. I rage quit out of them, but I'll go back and play them every once in a while. Or the, <laughs> you know, like it's like I'm bad at those games, and I'll go and play them every now and then. Uh, I came from like a Pokemon background way before oh, cool. God and all that. That other stuff, so I'll nerd out on that if we go too far. So we'll just avoid that subject now that I mentioned it. And then uh, <laughs> I, and I'm kind of like, uh, if you've spoken to Sweaty, he likes playing those like RPG, like pixely games. I'm usually down that yeah. alley also. Like my Switch okay. is like full of those um, indie developer RPG games, and I'll just sit there for hours. And those are my like break games from raging on FPSs. I don't rage as much anymore, but <laughs> me and me, COD, and Destiny, we've had a quite the history when it comes to stuff like that. Um, my cousin who got me into um, Destiny doesn't play it anymore. Like as he's gotten older, um, he gets motion sick from like first person shooters. So he has a really nice PC and all he does is play like 2D pixel games. Like that's all he that's all he plays <laughs> like top down, bad graphics, strategy games like. <laughs> yeah, that's 100 yeah. percent my alley. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, we won't have to dive in too deep, but what is your favorite Pokemon game? Uh, it's got to be the crystal version from Generation 2. I'd okay. probably put like. The last time I checked that save file from when I was a little kid, I think I was close to 300 hours saved on that game. Wow. Don't know how. Yeah. You know, I was burning through uh, Game Boy Color batteries left and right because, you know, back then the Game Boy Color is just you put in the two uh, AA batteries and uh, you play it long enough, that battery's dead. 
and now was you're it two your... batteries yeah yeah oh fuck see we had we had like the og gray one and i believe that one was four maybe it was two but i thought it was a four battery back i don't know it was a long time ago we weren't we weren't cool enough to have the color <laughs> no we didn't either we had the we had the gray one back in the day as well well am i misremembering it then you have better memory than i do uh i don't actually know now that i think about it i could have sworn it was two just because uh we used to do <laughs> so when uh when we were in dire need of batteries, we would take triple A's, put uh, aluminum foil in between the coil and the the battery, and that would be just enough to <laughs> run the game after that too. So you know, there's some. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. It was two. It was two double A's. Yep, I was wrong. Um, well, shit. Um, that's crazy. That just seems like it would not last at all. But yeah, in today's yeah. time, no. I know, dude. Think... Um, but, do you um, play? Do you have any of the new Pokemon games? Like, are you still still a like fan? Pal World? <laughs> no, I, I I refuse to play that game now. No, it's gone. Like I I kept telling Native, oh, yeah, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play, and then uh, I successfully uh procrastinated to the point where I just don't want to play it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure if I had started when Native was bugging me to play, I probably would have been hooked on it because. Usually open world play at your own pace is down my alley as well. That's why I played uh, the crap out of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, which were on the Switch, the Legend of Zelda games. Those are one of my favorite series of all time also. So I knew that if I start this, I'm not sleeping no more than four (laughs) hours every day. I've played Breath of the Wild here and there, like my kids own it, and I've, I've done stuff to help them, but I've never done like a full playthrough. And, um... It's always a game that I'm like, oh, I need to I need to do it. It's just it's a, it's always a time thing with me, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, sorry. So I totally I totally missed your response. Uh, have you bought have you purchased the newer Pokemon games or not really? Yeah, I still okay. play those. It's just kind of one of those things where it's uh, how do I explain it? Uh, like if there was a D, D3 and we all know it was bad. We all knew it was bad, you know. We'd probably still buy it anyway, just because we're already in it for the long run. Yeah. Regardless of how that the game ships are. And so the same thing with the Pokemon games. Uh, there was a lot of when Scarlet and Violet came out. There was a lot of bugs, so you'd see uh, player models taking up the entire screen because <laughs> they decided to ship the game out as buggy as it was. Or like uh, when you join friends, uh, their eyeballs would be flying out of their. Uh, their eye sockets somehow you just see a guy <laughs> i don't even know how to describe it. it's almost like something you'd find in like a like a tom and jerry cartoon where like you know they're just startled yeah and you see jerry's eyes pop out yeah it was literally in a in a 60 dollar game that we were all playing and i'm like well you know it is a pokemon game i've been a i've been playing these for years even with all these bugs i'll, I'll still play this i um i picked that one up for my daughter and she played it a little bit and then put it down. And I was like, damn, man, like that was that was an expensive ass game for you not to invest in. And like. Three, four weeks ago, she picked it up again and she has just been like going hard on it. Like she is. She is like. Really has a good setup, like has some really nice evolved Pokemon, like has some rare ones. And 
Uh, she's really getting into it. And I showed her like I was a good dad and I I showed her some websites like this is this is where you go if you want to find where the Pokemon spawn. And this is where you go if you want to figure out how to breed them or, you know, whatever, whatever she wanted to chase down. And she's been really good about like having her tablet up and using her tablet to do research while playing the game. So. Yeah, the other plus with the current games is uh, my kid is well old enough to play those with me. So, like, I got him into Pokemon early on, so it's it's much easier if I'm just, you know, like he's bugging me about trading Pokemon and all the other stuff. So then I can yeah. keep at the game. If not, I would have just put it down right away. And then along with him, he's just like, hey, I'm doing this. And I'm like, all right, make sure you catch this for me because so, I need it in my <laughs> game. And then I'll send them on, like, little missions like that. And That's he'll cool. report back later. <laughs> that's awesome man yeah my my daughter my wife doesn't really play games and my daughter has been making her watch like while she plays she's like mom you want to watch me play pokemon (laughs) which is it's pretty cool (laughs) it's cool and i'm glad to well and they you know whatever the cool thing about their switches and the way that i have the profile set up is whatever one kid has for a game we just game share to the other switch and so they can play together instead of having to buy two copies which is really nice yep so then they can play together too um but yeah it's it's cool it's cool like the like she was showing me um the matchmaking where they were going to oh what's it called with the the special ones with like the the crystals around them um oh the raids they're basically just raids yeah, the she was showing me the raids and like matchmaking in with people, and she like went to go do one, and like people kept dropping, and she's like, "We're just gonna go in with the people that we have. We'll probably kill them right away." And they like load in, and literally one of the people with her just one shot the boss, and she's like, "And it's over." <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, then she get uh, a bunch of traded Pokemon too. She's just like done a pretty good job with her whole uh her whole little world out there yeah she got into like she really enjoys like the online trading stuff um she does like uh nookazon on animal crossing which is like a whole trading market thing uh where you like set up a fenced off area invite people to your island and they can't like go and wreak havoc they're like trapped in a little fenced area for like trading and then they boots them uh, and she, so she got really into that and trading people and got into the economy aspect of it. So then, um, when she discovered that on Pokemon, there's like an external website that she uses for trading and stuff for people. And, um, there's also like, I, I guess I don't know, but she, she like put up some Pokemon that she didn't want and people were just dropping like super high tier shiny stuff on her just <laughs> like to be nice. And she's like, Oh my God. So it's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Reminds me of like Borderlands 2, you know, duping weapons. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, in Destiny, do you have a class that you main or do you play all three classes? I mostly play Hunter. Uh, if I want to win, I'll switch to Titan. And uh, <laughs> my Warlock is kind of neglected for now. Um, um, I do know how to play all three because there was a time where I just ran seasons with one of the classes and then yeah. just went with it that way. But the, with the way things are now, it's I mostly play Hunter and then, like I said, 
if I want to win in trials, I'll just swap over to Titan and run hard meta. And I appreciate that about you because it makes my life easier. Yeah, I, I've seen the pictures <laughs> of you at the, the lighthouse the last couple of weeks after many, many weeks away. Um, let's see, what else do we got? Um, do you have any hobbies besides gaming? Um, well, me and Nips were talking about it a, a bit um, prior to starting the show. Uh, yeah, I do still watch wrestling with my kid. I was awesome. big into it um, when I was a lot younger. It's a bit harder for me to get back into it now, but I still go to shows and stuff because uh, my kid loves going there. We were thinking about WrestleMania, but I don't know. I don't know about paying uh, the overpriced tickets and because I'm not a that lot. far from Philly <laughs> just to be in the nosebleeds. So I might yeah. skip out on that one. Uh, I know we were talking about probably going to the forbidden door thing that they do for AEW and uh, new japan Ooh, that's Cause a good in, one because it's in new york and that's right there anyway but uh yeah that's always been like kind of like the i used to play a lot of soccer that used to is the the most important part of that <laughs> statement uh, it's hard you know working then uh going back home you, you don't want to do anything once you get back home so just take yeah. a nap wake up do a regular adult thing and then i fit in gaming when i can Workouts in the morning. <laughs> I yeah. used to do that for years, and uh, I think COVID messed everything up for me because I was consistent. And then uh, after that, you know, those two years of kind of like everyone just being lazy and, and scared off of going anywhere, and they just kind of—it's been hard getting back into that kind of thing. I'm I'm struggling with that right now. Every single day this week, I've gotten to bed at a decent time, and then I set my alarm for an hour and a half before I normally wake up. And every single time I hit snooze as soon as it goes off like a like an idiot. Uh, I still got my workout in today, but uh, I definitely need to be on that morning routine. I think there's something about it that just makes the day better. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, because you're less likely to want to do something after work than uh, yeah. before work. Yeah, I mean, I was planning on doing strength training and yoga after work today, dude, and I got done with work, and I was just like, I'm dead. And and then I, I had talked to the missus, and I'm like, dude, let's do yoga after you get off work, and she was all about it. And then she got off work, and we like we didn't have time. It was like, oh, we got to feed the kids because they got to go to activities. So I guess just tomorrow I got to wake up and go hard. Fun times with sports. So Nips, uh, you got it. You got to throw a wrestling question or two in there, since I know nothing about wrestling. But I'm sure that you could, uh, you could whip something up. Well, I guess we got to figure out uh, who is your all-time favorite wrestler. These are those kind of questions that you never really think of. You just kind of watch. Yeah. Like I was a big fan of Kurt Angle and his, uh, you know, you suck gimmick. Back yeah, in the early two thousands, and then uh-huh. uh, then uh, AJ Styles when he was in uh, TNA was probably like one uh-huh. of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah, were you watching uh, AJ Styles? Oh, that's a good one. Were you watching the Rumble when he made a surprise debut in the WWE? Yeah, every everyone exploded when that happened. Oh, no one was- saw it coming. I feel like that was the last time that there was a rumble entrance where there was like a pause where everyone's like, wait, what is this? And then when that phenomenal came across the uh, Jumbotron, the whole place, you could just hear everyone in the crowd lose their mind at the same time. And it was just like, 
Yep, that's pretty great. It's like when you go to a concert and like they play the first couple notes of a song that everybody's waiting to hear, and it's like, yep, the whole place just exploded. Uh, all right. Does Cody Rhodes finish the story this year? Is the other question then for you? I hope so. You know, I'm kind of tired of uh, the whole uh, Roman Reigns thing. It's better now. It's not like before when he was just force-fed to us and everyone had to just deal with it. Yeah. Like now he has a bit more of a character. But back then, oh, oh man, that was literally what put me on a on a break from watching wrestling. It's just like, yo, they're force-feeding this guy to us. And uh, at the time, I think NXT was a better show anyway. So it was. That was always nice to watch. I did go to the was. events during that time when they had them in the Barclays. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, although, the, the uh, pay-per-view at the Barclays, yeah. That, yeah. the takeover, that is my all-time favorite takeover, is the one in Barclays. Uh, the Becky-Sasha match is amazing in it. And uh, Shinsuke's entrance with the live violinist the first time, that one was... I popped a off my couch and like danced along with it it was so good yeah that, so I, that first one we were actually in the nosebleeds but the crowd was going crazy when, when those super jealous were you were there yeah. <laughs> oh that was cool i know nothing about wrestling i know we're getting close though wrestlemania is less than a month away i have to figure out what song i'm going to put on post wrestlemania on the playlist are we doing a wrestlemania show Mm, it's a lot of wrestling to talk about at a time okay, yeah. when uh, <laughs> they've changed it to be two nights now instead of just one night. So instead of four hours of wrestling to talk about, it's eight hours. And mm. as much as I love torturing you, uh, I can do it in one three-minute song. We don't need to talk for two and a half hours about wrestling afterwards. No, so, no, please. <laughs> that's don't a, do the song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've run out of all of the really horrible ones. I mean, there's... That's not true. There's still like five or six songs on the Randy Savage rap album I haven't put on that are all the bad ones. I've put all the good ones on already. <laughs> um, yeah, whenever they come up, I'm just like, oh, my God, <laughs> my job here is done that. <sighs> it's great. Um, do you koala? Some people collect things like some people collect destiny memorabilia. Some people collect hats. Some people collect Ooh. rocks. Some people collect. I don't know. Socks. But do you do you have any sort of weird collection thing that you do or, or things that you like? I don't know. I. <laughs> you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Not really. Okay. I, it's funny. I collect debt and tools, you know, because uh, yeah. Oh, tools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. tools, man. Because of the job. Yeah. Although I did love the debt and tools, <laughs> but dude. Yeah, if you know uh, the t- yeah. As a tech snap-on guy comes over and he's like, "Hey, I got this new thing," and I'm at the point in my career where I don't really need anything. It's more like, "Hey, that's a fucking cool tool." I'm. I want to buy that. Like, how much is it? Yep. Okay, uh, not, I'm not paying 400 on the spot. Here's uh, 100 bucks this week, and we'll pay it off the, the normal way. <laughs> That's normally how they uh, how they have their um, businesses set up. They'll they'll drive around to the shops. They'll they'll uh, sell you a tool. Obviously, it's marked up from what retail would be anyway. And then yep. you just pay it off over time. And yeah, I 
<laughs> a lot of these things are unnecessary. I bought a, I think it was like two weeks ago, I bought some funny looking tie rod tool. And I was like, I don't need this, but uh, I just like it because it's different. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my cousin worked for um, BMW for quite a while. And um, then Tesla. And yeah, I totally remember him. Like his garage setup, and then his his actual work bay at work. Like, um, he always has the right tools, man. It was it's always great to work on cars at his house because he has a lift at his house, and then he has you know other things for metal fabrication and stuff that you obviously can't have at a shop. Um, but every once in a while, like he he'd get me a tool, you know. Like I have a um a Maco um code reader. Because at the time I had a Subaru that would like to throw a lot of codes uh, because of the person that owned it before me did a pretty bad build job. And, you know, or issues that I had to work through with it. Um, so I was constantly like reading and resetting, uh, you know, check engine lights, you know, to figure out if it was if it was a tune or if it was the actual car. Um, but yeah, man, that shit gets expensive, dude. Like. <laughs> It's high quality stuff, but it gets expensive fast. <laughs> yeah, just those scan tools alone are usually a couple thousand dollars. I know yeah, the snap on ones are at up to like five now. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I have a I have a micro, so it wasn't that bad. It was like one or two hundred bucks, but it was still like you know it's <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh man. Um cool. Well, we have Discord questions too. Should we hit those before we go too far? Um, yeah, let's do it. Actually, real quick, uh, community notes. Um, Drifter's Moat Madness, uh, put on by the famous Stormcrow. Uh, check out his Miracle Whip and Copilot. Uh, they they are part of the Dino Nuggies crew. Um, that is going on in April. So hit up myself for an invite or hit up Stormcrow or Copilot. Um, there's a lot of teams. They're doing a Gambit thing. It's going to be amazing. Uh, very much like how private matches and PVP are fun. Exact same thing, except uh, Gambit. And they really, uh, you know, people talk about playing private matches with Stormcrow um, and how much fun they are. So I think if you have availability, uh, I believe it's April sixth. Uh, maybe it's the seventh. Now I'm now I now I regret saying that. Um, anyways, the flyers in Discord. Hit us up if you're interested. Get an invite to that Discord. Um, and then also we have Call of Duty private matches in PTP on Sunday. That is uh, this coming Sunday. What is that? The second? No, third. Third. Uh, Sunday fourth. is the third. Gambit private matches are April 6th. Oh, it is the third. I was looking at it wrong. Yep. Gambit private matches are April 6th. I was right. Okay. So you were so, right on one of the two numbers you said. Yeah. yeah. The, okay. So this Sunday, the 22nd. Uh, <laughs> yes. Sunday, we have Call of Duty private matches. It's six o'clock central. Uh, 11 of 12 spots are filled. So we have one spot left. Uh, even if that spot fills up, hit me up if you're interested. Um, as always, people sub in and out when we're playing private matches. I know people have work obligations, so they might not be there right at the start of it. Um, so hit me up. We're going to have fun and shoot each other in the face in Call of Duty. So that's going on. And on with the questions. 
Yeah, you handled those community announcements as well as you read that buffalo chicken sandwich question uh, in the trivia <laughs> night the other day. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I almost forgot. Uh, we did the trivia night. Uh, check it out. It's on Blueberry Lounge's feed. Uh, you can learn all about uh, Buffalo Drink. Uh, buffalo Drink. It's amazing. Um, and then also... There was a, a fair amount of yelling at my at my monitor while I was watching that. Uh, Dude. There was some amount of rage between the questions and the answers. Not that anybody here was answering questions. <laughs> Walla nailed yeah, all of the Pal World once. <laughs> I got that off of uh, watching uh, native streams of Pal World. Again, this yeah. is in the middle of his uh, recruitment process. I was just hard watching him, and then <laughs> and I, I was like, "It's like please say uh, certain ones." And I knew what they were after, yeah. and I was like, "Why did this not come to me?" <laughs> well, I, was, I think I only did like three of them, but they were coming to me immediately <laughs> as, as I was seeing the pictures. You you got like yeah you got like three out of the five right so that was pretty rad that was unexpected because no one was touching that category. Yeah, I was avoiding. Uh... It's funny, I di- I didn't say it then, but uh, I'll say it now. I kind of handicapped myself because I was running the button on my phone, so there's like a delay. Oh. So I was watching people, and I'm like, "Oh, I know the answer," and then I'm like, "Fuck!" And I saw somebody <laughs> else, and I'm sitting there just tapping with my finger, and I'm like, "One of these is gonna hit eventually." <laughs> You're tapping on the phone, and Coderson's got the macro to get in. Yeah, right? I was gonna say, I think I think macros might have been in place, so I definitely think we need to set rules next time because uh, part of the fun is is tapping the button. So, um, okay, cool. Uh, let's do questions because we got a couple. Um, I'll start with the panda question. Oh, that one says follow up. That doesn't. That, that goes with the second question from the bottom. Second question from the bottom? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So question from Panda, PVP Mainish. Uh, question for Koala Carry Service. How heavy is Fluffy in your backpack? Uh, realistically, you didn't do it bad. It was, uh, we did actually have a lot of good games when we were playing. Uh, it wasn't, uh. I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was the first couple of games. Everyone has to feel each other out, and uh, yeah, you know, I was like, ah, you know, I might have to tell Fluffy what to do here and there. And then, uh, after like the third, fourth game, you got the hang of playing with me and Mark. And then there was less, uh, there was less directing and more like uh, actual callouts, which is good because that means you picked everything up fast. And uh, that's what I hope for when I play with people is uh, I don't like the I don't like the idea of carrying just because. Uh, you know, you get nothing out of it. You're just like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm here, and you're supposed to drag me to flawless or whatever. It's like, no, no, pal, you gotta, you gotta shoot your gun too and walk around with us and uh, <laughs> earn your keep. Yeah, it, basically. So like, it, you know, like, good job, Fluffy. You, you did great. I, you switched over when you needed to. You know, uh, we were talking yeah. about it. It's like, hey, hey, what should I run? And I'm like, ah, well, Titan is kind of meta, and uh, you had no issue with uh, switching over to Titan. Other people would be like, "Hey, I'm gonna stay on this and uh, not contribute," in a way. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we were like three or four games in, and I was like, "Oh, all right, Strand is not working for me. Like, I need to just jump on a PK Titan and have that extra toughness and survivability." Which is hilarious because I think it was the next day you swap you swapped from Titan back to Strand Hunter. 
and then you were spamming the the threadlings, and you're like, I'm just gonna go full scummy build. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it depends on how you play these things because it's a uh, yeah. You know, some people might just not know where to, because a lot of people like to spam the clones and wherever. I like to put them in spots where the same thing as the smoke. You know, you throw smoke at a at a hallway. Someone looks at the smoke. It's like, is that a smoke or a person? Now you can't yeah. ignore it. You have to go and check. Or the second you go to check, you get shot in the back, or vice versa. You did it one round. Now you walk to that hallway. They're gonna think, hey, that's a smoke. Then they get shot in the back from that side. So you know, it's kind of like a mind game, but not really. Yeah. Where you just kind of like train the other team to think certain things are gonna happen. This is his polite way of saying he knows how to play that class, so he can go to it. But you have to stick on Scummy Titan. Well, and, and two, yeah. like I no, I totally agree. Though I think Titan was definitely my game, and my 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 benefit to the team dram- dramatically changed when I changed my loadout and changed my character because I also switched what I was using. You know, I got off of a fusion rifle, um, and that helped a lot. Um, I think I, I think too to what you're saying, man. I I really enjoy dropping specters where people can't see them until they've committed to seeing them. You know, yeah. like I like sometimes I have to drop them where they can see them to get away. But if I'm dropping one to fuck with someone, I'm trying to put it where you have to come around the corner with your shotgun out, expecting to get me, so I can voop you from you know ten meters behind it or whatever. Um. Sweet. Well, the follow-up question was, I'm a lightweight. Can I ride to the lighthouse next? I'll bring snacks. And uh, I think you kind of answered that by saying, uh, you gotta, you know, you gotta carry yourself, but uh, it doesn't mean that, that he won't play with you. It just means that you gotta shoot your gun. Yep. That's that's always been my thing. When people ask, hey, can you carry me to this? I'm like, I, I can play with you. I'm not gonna drag you all the way. You still gotta do your part. That's the most important thing. That's why I've always been mostly against carry services in a way, just because, uh, you know, most of these guys get dropped off. Well, back then it was worse when we had the flawless pool. Yeah. So uh, people would go to streams or whatever. Again, there's nothing wrong with helping other people, but the way things would work out is you'd get somebody, they'd get dragged to a flawless, and then they get dropped off in the flawless pool, and now they're my problem or somebody else's problem. And, uh, you know, because those guys get abandoned in a flawless pool where they kind of sort of don't belong. You know, you still want people playing trials. That, like, the more population, the more fun <laughs> the game mode actually is. Yeah. But if you're dumping them in flawless pool, which at the time most streamers avoided anyway, they would yeah. uh, reset their cards or whatever. Then you know now you got a bunch of people sweating their asses off in flawless pool, and then you get this one guy who got dragged over and is trying to you know play a card in flawless and kind of unbalancing the entire flow of the game. Yeah. I've been that guy many a times. Yeah. Um, what do you think then? Sorry, I'm I'm going rogue here. What do you think about the changes then with the um trials cards and um the one like only taking one loss off your card and then the other giving you adept weapons once you get seven wins? What what's your feeling on that? So I have no issue with uh people getting the adept weapons uh there's no reason to get keep them i what i do and what most people haven't really at least i think haven't really thought of yet is uh 
Yeah, for that first Friday, you're going to have the population boom. But uh, once everyone that would normally play gets their... Because uh, I think, what is it? Um, once you get seven wins, you'll get the Adept weapon on that card? Yeah. Alright, so you get your... So let's say uh, one fire team gets their seven wins, gets their Adept weapon. And uh, they know that the only reason they have the Adept weapon is because of this card. And... Uh, you know they they have their loot they're gone and the pool goes back down i'm hoping it doesn't happen but it kind of stuff like this does tend to happen so like you know you got your loot you're gone you're you're not showing up for the rest of the weekend and uh cuz you can't farm on that card either yeah you have to definitely pull i my hope is that they pull another card cuz they don't get the roll that they want and then they they farm a whole new seven wing card yeah that's and, my uh, hope yeah exactly we we can only We'll only see the week of when it comes around. But I'm yeah. hoping that uh, a lot of these players don't get discouraged when it comes to playing those cards, because it's going to be rough. Uh, you know, new season with the special ammo changes. Just to touch on it slightly, uh, special ammo changes are going to help out good players a lot more than it's going to help out the lesser skilled players. Because it, it'll be a lot easier for a good player to farm the lesser skilled players to get special ammo and it'll just turn into a steamroll right after. So in trials, yeah. we'll see how it plays out in trials because that kind of what happens in uh in uh what the hell is it called checkmate already, where somebody on uh, one team gets three kills and then the next round they have special ammo and they'll just keep farming those three kills. Obviously, you can't do it with special ammo anymore, but it's not that hard once uh, the other team is worried about getting shotgun or sniped. And yeah, so I'm I'm just hoping that uh, these players that get their seven win adept don't get scared off on their journey to get the seven win adept because uh, you know people don't like losing. I don't like they losing, do not. You know? <laughs> and uh, you know, getting stomped and it's like, yeah, I got my uh, I got my adept weapon, but at what cost? You know, your sanity or whatever whatever you want to call it. And uh, some people might just look at it and like, yep, I I got my adept weapon. That's it. Yeah, I think too, like, um, I think that bringing up the health points as well, I don't know that that necessarily helps the lesser skilled player because, in, in my opinion, the more time you have in a gunfight, the more time you have for a lower skilled player to miss shots and a higher skilled player to hit shots. 100%. So, so they can react, not get the first shot off, and still win the gunfight. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, well, okay, before we do any more questions, and that kind of ties in. I d so I'll, I'll just randomly throw these in where they make sense. But uh, it, Merc, uh, Mercules from Destiny's weapon team uh, was on firing range this week, and they had a two and a half hour interview with him about changes coming and weapons, and they had a lot of really good questions. So... I definitely recommend listening to that, but a few notes that I took. Um, so he said, calling out Trials specifically, he was saying um, he did confirm that Trials matchmaking is 100% RNG. There's no lobby balancing. Uh, I mean, there's fire team matchmaking, but that's about it. There's no, there's nothing else that comes into play with Trials matchmaking besides fire team. Um, so it's not like a skill thing or anything like that. It's literally just the luck of the draw um he so he really touched on fire team based matchmaking uh 
he it was actually really it was nice to hear because you guys know how I've been critical of fire team based matchmaking. No. And, <laughs> and uh he he made some really good points. He said um removing fire team based matchmaking will not benefit the trials population. Um he pointed out that they've done it in the past and what they see is people dropping out of games as soon as they see that they're at a disadvantage. So if you load in with the three stack, just dropping the game right off the bat, especially yeah. if you lose one round, like lose one round, drop the game, go pick up a different game. Um, they see um, people if they were, you know, if they were to do that, like it just really drives the the population down and really you just end up running into a lot of higher skilled players and just people don't like being at a disadvantage. So then the other popular thing that people say is, well, take out duos. So you can either solo queue or go into threes. And uh, he was saying that their their actual charts, like their actual data crunching that they do, shows that most people, when you when you remove duos, actually just opt to go solo and they don't play as many threes. So it, will, it would significantly hurt the population for threes and make threes even sweatier than it is now. And you just have a lot of people solo queuing and then you're not playing trials with your friends. Right. Um, Makes sense. So, yeah. So he's saying they don't have a good solution yet, but they definitely have band-aids. And he was saying that the rewards coming for people playing three stacks, like even if you can't go flawless, let's let's assume that your team has no chance of going flawless. Um if you can't go flawless, he said that you'll be swimming in uh, trials rep and engrams. So you might not be able to make it to seven wins without a loss. But if you're playing the game, you will be more than rewarded for playing matches and putting in the time. So it sounds like although they can't they don't have a solution for the matchmaking part that people don't like the the band-aid for now or the way to engage more people is to change these cards and then to just make it really really profitable for people who do want to go in as threes and the hope is that that will drive more people into threes and then make threes um just a higher population so rng is on your side for winning more matches it's totally reasonable um yeah, I think that's all for trials for right now. So, uh, why don't you hit him? Hit us with a question. Yeah. So we've got uh, from Laz. Question for the marsupial. What would your advice be to a bronze one comp player looking to move up the ladder? What sort of practice would you recommend for them? Uh, for for that kind of thing, it's uh, it all comes down to what you're trying to actually do because uh, you could be. You could be bronze one and, uh, you know, just be playing the game kind of sort of completely wrong. You know, there, there's people that just walk around and, uh, you know, you got to keep in mind, though, like, hey, if I'm running around with a glaive in comp, I shouldn't expect uh, to do well unless the other teams I'm playing against are not doing well either. And uh, specifically for that kind of playlist, you for a lesser skilled player, whatever you want to call it. I'd say pulse rifles are your best friend because it's uh you gotta pay attention to the ranges and pulse rifles are probably the most forgiving for a lesser skilled player. You have the rapid fires, you have the that'll handle most ranges. Then you have the 
what are they called? Aggressive frames that will just two burst anything as long as you have a head seeker for the most part. And uh, to to rank up, you just uh, like I said, you just it's not really a meta, but just you kind of have to pay attention to mods and all the other stuff. And it's like a weird uh, I I don't even know how to put this into words. It's like a weird <laughs> rabbit hole of uh, there's a couple things you have to keep in mind. Uh, uh, and again, uh, it's 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 actually pretty tough because I never looked at it from that perspective. So it's kind of like I know you should be running pulses or something easier to use. Like don't go in there. Like if you're not good with hand cannons, go down to pulses. If you're not, if you don't like pulses, try an auto rifle. Like most of the meta right now is uh, obviously uh, SMGs. But uh, right. as uh, they were talking about with, in the firing range uh, podcast, uh, that um, SMGs aren't well liked by the lesser skilled players. So I'd say. Uh, Auto rifles and pulse rifles are kind of like down their alley of uh, ease of use. Yeah. And, uh, and the other thing is you have to play the, the game a lot. So you're you're going to get stomped. It, it's, it's you know, it's a part of uh, playing the game. So That's the thing that happens. Eventually you'll figure out how to play the game because I've seen a bunch of people, even in Ascendant lobbies, where like no one wants to play the objective. It's like, hey, uh, you know, we're in comp. Like your KD doesn't matter. Your goal run around and uh you know if you have to defuse that bomb and die a couple times you have to go defuse the bomb and die a couple times it's i'd rather win than look at my stats at the end of the match and be like oh yeah you know what i lost but i have a 3kd like that doesn't matter i still lost points (laughs) and uh and i feel like in those lobbies that's that's where you want to learn that kind of mentality in the first place just because you know it's better to start early than uh figure that out later because uh gun skill will only get you so far in comp and then the rest comes down to actually uh, understanding what you should be doing in the game. Yeah, but uh, but like I said, it it it's a I've never I've never really looked at it from that perspective. From when I did start in Forsaken, that's kind of I, I I was a bad player. Like no one just came into the game and was good, and uh, and I would just play control because I think it was like Clash Control, whatever it was back in the day. Yeah, and I would just play for hours mindlessly, and after a while, you know, you you play enough, you figure out how to play the game. You can't just, uh, you know, you get like I said, you get stomped. Uh, you can't just quit once you get stomped. You just like if you really want to get good, you just keep playing the game. Well, and you you brought up a really good point there because uh, I think pulse rifles or autos is is a really good call out, uh, and they even Merck kind of alluded to that when he was doing his interview. Um, As well, like uh, he did say that that although SMGs are very prominent and used a lot at the higher skill and that anyone mid tier or lower um, SMGs like statistically were not very efficient for people. And so you might even be better off like doing like a sidearm, like a a well-rolled sidearm and a pulse rifle, you know, or something like that um, to to help you out there. Uh, I think that that's, that's really good advice. Um, as far as perks go, like you, you mentioned perks, um, for helmet perks, are you typically going with, um, accuracy mods? Yeah. Like tar- I always go with targeting mods just cause if you know, you're going to be firing that gun a lot more than the secondary or whatever special ammo you're using 
or vice versa. If you know your if you know your playstyle is going to be sniping, you, all your mods are going to go for that sniper. So you know everyone uses Mercurial or Cloud Strike. You're gonna have, you're gonna be running double arc targeting or something to make sure that it's easier to hit that headshot. Um, if you know you're gonna be using your SMG more and you're not on a Titan, you know all your your mods should be focused on that SMG. Same thing with the pulse rifle, because most of the aggressive frames I'm pretty sure reload pretty slow. So you just run a yeah. loader and a dexterity mod. You should be yep. able to make it work out in most cases, and then uh, you're good to go. Uh, yeah, I think I think that that's huge too. Is like feeling the gun, like like when you're in an engagement, like am, am I reloading too slow and I'm getting killed because I'm reloading like after a kill, uh, or do I have a dodge and so I can do run double dexterity, so it's it's pulling up quicker, you know, or like, um, like I don't I don't know your thoughts on this koala, but I'm always if I'm running a sniper, I'm always like I actually put the unflinching on the other weapon because I shouldn't be challenging a lane if I'm getting flinched with my sniper. Yeah, well, most of the time with a sniper, I'm peeking from somewhere safe, or you know, most people run opening shot on snipers nowadays too. So half the times flinch doesn't even matter. You you shoot, you'll get shot in the head, and as soon as you fire the bullet, when you see the the reticle go up. It's almost always a headshot. I don't know why D two is this way, but it, it's annoying because <laughs> you everyone has run into it before. You you'll shoot the sniper in the head. Next thing you know, your head's gone and uh, you're just sad. <laughs> you yeah. know, watching yourself respawn. Yeah. perfectly into it. So um, ho- hopefully with the changes, that'll happen less. Because I I, yeah. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> you know, getting the first shot and you getting punished because you shot the guy first. It is right. a skill, like you know, you, you you'll notice, like you can pull it off consistently once you get hit in the head, and you're like, all right, time to fire, and then uh, dead. But um, but yeah, I do the same. I just I normally run uh, for like I my normal loadout is usually like a hand cannon, whatever I feel like using using as a special weapon. So my normal loadout usually involves um just a hand cannon, mod, so like whatever targeting for whatever I'm using. Because I know the sniper is just gonna, you just need the one shot. Shotguns um, is a little weird because you want to run dexterity, but the way shotguns are, most of them, most people are running slide shot opening anyway. So you don't really yeah. need dexterity if you have your shotgun already out. And um, yeah. Um, one thing that I did too, let's say you want to try hand cannons or get good with hand cannons. Um, this was a big thing that Cami and Andruski always used to say back in the day. Uh, pace your shots, which means don't fire the gun as fast as it can be fired when you're learning. It's, it's better to learn how to get the headshot. And you're going to lose some gunfights doing that. But eventually, like you'll get the rhythm down where you can fire the gun as soon as the reticle settles. And you'll be much better at pulling off your headshots. But um, there's something to be said about like pacing shots in general and just making sure that you're landing headshots, especially with everything dropping on Tuesday. Like headshots are going to be even more valuable than they are now. Um, So it's okay to like put in time with the weapon and know you're going to do shitty and know you're at a disadvantage because the, the long game is that you'll be a better player with it after after time, you know? Um, oh. Okay. Um, let's see. 
Let's go to uh, Mr. Palworld himself, Native Raider. Question for Koala. If you had to pick one thing to be perfect in the Crucible, what would it be? Perfect aim, perfect gun sense, perfect communication, teamwork. What What do you think? I'm not saying I do all those things perfectly, but I, <laughs> I I'm kind of I'm kind of at a point where that that stuff doesn't really uh like yeah I know how to play the game like there's still better players out there and but I don't I'm I don't really care enough to go past like where I am with game sense same with aim it's just if anything I'd want to like perfect using weird weapons but, like uh I always tell this story like native knows the story that I was in I was grinding Rumble for a while, and the, there was this person named Poison Bunny just terrorizing the lobby with a glaive, and I'm like, I want to be that person. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, just... I I guess that person has really good game sense, so it would fall into that category, but I want to get good with, like, weird stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Cause it, was just, it was just hilarious. I just... I'm like, hey, why is everyone dying? And I see somebody's name, and there's a Glaive logo next to three people, and I'm like, holy shit, what the hell are they doing over there? And then I, <laughs> I ran into them, I'm like, hey, I shotgunned you out of the air, but I understand why this works. You're blinking at me, and, uh, you know, <laughs> here's the whoosh-whoosh of a, a Glaive going to town on somebody. Um, the comm stuff, um, the comm stuff is, you know, as long, as long as you have a team, you eventually figure out that you should be calling out where people died. And uh, aim, I I hate to say it, but uh, aiming in Destiny is a bit easier than most games. That's why most people call this the, the FPS retirement home. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, like, uh, it feels good. Like, the, the game still feels good. Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. it. doesn't. It's not really Halo, but it's, like, somewhere, like, in between. Where, you know, everything just feels like it works. Like down yeah. to like uh like if the if the way uh quick if quick play wasn't the way it was now you would it would be like the older cods when there was no skill based matchmaking where you can run around with any gun and have a lot of fun and uh yeah, most of the guns in this game they do a really good job of like how they feel with the exception of uh crimson I hate that gun that that gun can burn in hell and uh, <laughs> it's getting nerfed <laughs> I, I'm glad Fuck. and um. And yeah, so uh, I I know I didn't really answer the question, but I, I I guess it would just be more game sense. Yeah, I think the I think the answer was native. Um, you've been playing Pal World too long, and you need to start getting into your comp um school of koala that you talked about like five weeks ago on your episode. <laughs> yeah, he never he never messaged me once. I'll say this uh, now. I know, I know. He's coming back, though, man. This latest episode, he had that spark in his voice again. I just finished it tonight, and uh, he sounds excited to come back and play Destiny a new way. So maybe we can start getting those comp games in. Yeah, definitely. All right. I feel like we've touched on both of these last two questions a little bit, but we'll ask them anyways and see if we can get another uh, side of view. So Mr. Monkey wants to know, question for Koala. What are your favorite weapons to use in the Crucible, and what would you recommend to that of a below-average player to practice with to improve? Which, we definitely covered that one, but uh, the what are your favorites might be a kind of fun. I like, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm very basic, you know, with tank and shoddy. Uh, if 
preferably the shotgun. Like, if I can run at you in a straight line, I, I will, like, nine times out of ten. Warms my art. One of the guys in my, uh, when, uh, when we did the league thing, uh, Zap, he used to always, uh, he had a, when he streamed, he used to have a command for me, and they would just be like, uh, they'd type in my name, and it would say shotguns for hands, because that's literally my thing back in the day. I was just, I was like, all right, that guy's there, I'm just running at him. And then, uh, he, he, either I die or that guy gets shotgun from Narnia, because that was when, uh, Fel Winters was, uh, a, a very strong shotgun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, the more the more you play, after a while, you you, you start to kind of like find other ways to have fun. So I'll just use random things. Like uh, I've been really liking that. Uh, I'm so glad actually that they did the Riven's Wish thing because uh, I crafted that uh, Chattering Bone. I've been liking pulses, specifically the lightweight ones, just because they feel nice. They're a little annoying, just because uh, it's a three burst, but not a consistent one, just because uh. The way lightweights are right now. Same with adaptives. That's why they're like very underused, but they still feel nice. And um, so I'll try and change things up. Like I hated fusions. I still hate fusions, but I, I'm starting to get better with fusions. <laughs> Just for the you know, like I'm I had twenty two thousand kills on a fell winter's lie. So you know, at some oh, point Jesus. I gotta I, I gotta play the <laughs> game differently. Yeah, sniping is uh sniping. I think it's the same in does every other game the only difference is you can't body shot somebody like in cod yeah what is, what is your chattering bone roll if anyone's interested in trying that out so i tried keep away headseeker and i actually didn't like it i did like it a lot on that uh what's it called scalar potential mm-hmm. but on chattering bone for whatever reason it doesn't work so i just went to rapid headseeker and then it started working for me again Ooh. um that sounds fun. Yeah, it's just like whatever makes the gun feel consistent is usually what I look for. Um, obviously, if I can get kill clip, I would. But in that, I think that one actually can get kill clip also. But I don't know. I, I felt like consistency just because of the the handling on that pulse rifle made it feel a lot better. I could do a lot more uh, shenanigans, like because you get the lightweight bonus, so you're you're just zooming all over the place, and no one expects yeah. you to be zooming with a pulse rifle. Was that plus twenty mobility, right? Yeah, you can get away with um eight mobility while running stompies. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Like so Panda, if you're listening, uh, you can run eight mobility as long as your pulse rifle's out, and then you're you're maxed out, and you can put your stats elsewhere. Um, cool. All right, well, let's do our last question then. This is from Panda PVP Mainish. Uh, so I taught myself how to blint using uh, Lithophobia and Disruption Break with Rose. And I have two questions for you now that I'm armed with that knowledge. What role on Rose should I be looking for? And what other playstyles should I consider alongside or aside from blinting? So I only got good with that playstyle because of Trials. And I, you know, so with Rose it's just really just quick draw snap because you can get that to roll on a rose if you're running a, an energy bow but that's going away you know it sucks the, you got good at it but you know it's good <laughs> that it's going away starting March hopefully and uh, and uh, what, what was the rest of the question um, he was saying what, what could he 
do like now that he's he's kind of got that down and and this is probably even more valuable answer because you know as of tuesday you aren't going to want to run that anymore competitively so if he got that down what would you what would you suggest maybe he starts trying with the new meta coming in like what would be a a guess for for someone who is you know and, and a little background on panda like he just started getting into pvp and he's really loving it so um, something to grow into, basically. Mm. Things that'll get you... I'm thinking on this one, because... I feel like Panda's more like trying to enjoy the game, not really, you know, not really trying to... Because no one wants to play hard meta all the time, either. And if you can enjoy the game early, that's even better. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think he I think he wants to find success like and just make himself a better player, but yeah, I definitely don't think I don't I don't know if he's he's trying to just be like hardcore meta. Like so maybe like pulse rifle is not a bad option or or learning a hand cannon. Pulse rifle isn't a bad option. Neither is hand cannon. The thing is a uh, if you want to have fun, which I do want to start trying to use this gun also. I've been watching a lot of videos of, and I got rolled by somebody in a clash earlier, running a. What the hell is the name of that sidearm? It's a strand sidearm that tracks you. It reminds me of the needler oh. from Halo. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is that called? Um. Uh, final warning. There you go. Yes. There you go. That I'd say that because I I did try using it. And I'm like, oh, it, it tracks, and then it's literally the needler. You just, it'll, you'll get the little, um, you know, like the target lock from like Call of Duty, the little logo yep. to appear on a person. Then you let go of the trigger and you see all the little strand bullets just track that guy down and kill him. I'd say you'd probably have a lot of fun using that just because it's such a, such an underused gun. And to get good with that, like actually pays off. Um, Obviously just to, you know, if you're getting your... You're you're still learning uh, PvP. Pulse rifles and autos are still good. You know, there's a uh, like I said, uh, aggressives are really good, uh, and the uh, rapid fires are doing pretty well. Auto rifles, you can't go wrong with Amit. They literally give it to you, and um, all you need is a uh, consistent C perk. So like dynamic sway, and uh, I think uh, gutshot is the other one. And gutshot, they already spoke about and gutshot um, kind of counteracting the the health boost that we're getting starting in March. Yeah. Yep. So those aren't bad places to start, but, uh, you know, like if you want to be that, that guy, uh, Panda where, uh, you know, most people aren't running it and try and get good with final warning like that. That'll be your thing. And not that many people use it. I also would give a shout out to cryostesia. Uh, I think cryostesia is really strong sidearm. My brain cannot po- process the that like charge up bullet. Like I always uh, shoot it because you don't fusion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's a fusion <laughs> thing, a hundred percent. Well, and also I think uh, Mikel's is like rapids are fun, dude. It's it doesn't have the range that some of the other sidearms do, but Mikel's like every time I put it on, like I melt people, and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot like that the sidearm kind of rips, but. I don't know. Is what it is, right? Yeah. 
All right. Question answered. Thank you guys for that. I appreciate it, everybody. Uh, yeah. Thank you for sending us questions, Discord. We really appreciate that. Um, okay. What else we got here? Um, I'm going to run over quick notes from that episode, from that firing range episode two that I haven't touched on yet and just, uh, jump in anywhere you want koala. Um, the stuff coming out Tuesday, uh, Merck pointed out, uh, that's just a starting point. They're going to collect feedback and they're going to make adjustments. This is just step one. So they want people to know that this is not the end all be all. They aren't just putting this out there and then not touching the sandbox. This is just the starting point. Um, they said this will not be destiny year one primary gunplay. So it's been play tested. It is absolutely not just the primary gunplay. So don't expect that. I mean, they did play test Destiny Year One uh, for D two as well for a long period of time before they released the game. But <laughs> I, I do suspect that it will be better than what we had. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like since Forsaken, like their play testing has a very high, high quality track record. Yeah, I agree. Um. They asked about resilience checks and uh, for the most part, weapons will not have a resilience check like they do now. We're running six is key, but Merck did slide in that he is personally running seven resilience. Um, I th- that is the resilience check for 120s. That's probably where I'm going to be sitting on a lot of builds, uh, but we'll find out. Um, the new maps that are coming out are Jav 4 size. Um, so think the size of Jav 4, but they said that they played a lot with the, um, geometry of the map to put lots of different sight lanes in there. So it won't just be, this is an SMG map. Uh, there'll be a good variety of ranges. That's cool. We shall see. I feel like that's the one thing, uh, one thing when it comes to map design that, like even the big stupid whatever disjunction is you end up having <laughs> submachine gun fights in the middle of it so yeah it feels like people will do whatever they do and they don't switch up their weapons very often you know a majority of the people they have their favorites and they just go with it yeah guilty as guilty as charged until pan or till koala yelled at you told you yeah hey well just shit right no, for trials, like, so I'm guilty of that in comp for sure. Like, I sometimes I'll switch it up, uh, but a lot of times, like, I just go in and play with what I have fun playing with versus, like, what ranges are, and I just try and stick to my ranges and be more mindful of where I am in the map than switching weapons. But for trials, I always try and go in and figure out what works for me, and then I land on that setup. So a lot of times what I play in trials isn't what I play for the rest of the week just because it's more map based like you're always on the same map like i only got a few games in this past week i I played a card and um for the two smaller maps because it was what anomaly and um anomaly eternity and meltdown yeah anomaly eternity and meltdown so anomaly and meltdown i was running hand cannon voop and then for eternity i put on messenger and an SMG um, because I, typically people are a little bit further away. And I was, you know, it allowed me to reach out and touch people if they were sitting back. 
So, um, I just, I, and the nice thing about doing it that way was I was running kinetic and I was running arc. So mods could stay the same and I only had to switch what the weapons out that I was using. So seems completely reasonable. Um, okay. So they had two interesting points on skill and Bungie player ranking and stuff. And Bungie has been kind of quiet about how they rank players and skill and everything. So I thought it was kind of cool, um, that he touched on this. So, um, first of all, Bungie's skill rating does not cross playlists, which I was really interesting to see. So if you go into control and you do really well in control, it does not impact your comp matchmaking. So you could be really, really good in comp. And if you go into control, it's not going to like you have different you have different Bungie skill levels in each playlist. So your your skill level in control is based on your history with control and your skill level in comp is based on your history in comp and it doesn't transfer over. So if you play a bunch of comp and only two games of control, like it's still just looking at your control stuff when you go into control, which is kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah, I was not expecting him to say that. Um, it makes sense, though, like why people got it mixed up, because most of those players that are, you know, playing a lot of comp probably just play a lot of quick play in their free time also yeah so you would you would obviously get it mixed up because you're saying you're seeing a hey this guy plays a lot of quick play and he plays a lot of comp but he never they never explain that it's like oh yeah they're separate but it just so happens that you happen to play both (laughs) so everything lines up lines up and you think that uh there's some sort of skill base going on there yeah, and, and, and again, the only the only game mode where your bungee skill level doesn't come into play is Trials. Everything else, there's some sort of bungee skill uh, assigned to you. And uh, Merck said it's every single stat on the board contributes to your skill level. So deaths, assists, kills, wins, losses, they look at everything. And they all have point values, and that's how they figure out your skill. So it... it just because you don't have a really high KD doesn't mean that your skill isn't higher than someone who has a better KD than you. That makes sense because there's a lot of different factors. Um, and then he touched on KD and I thought it made so much sense when he said it and it was really cool to hear him break it down. Um, but he's like, when you're in comp or trials, KD is not a good indicator of the skill of the player because These game modes are measured by wins, and KD does not take into account the caliber of player you are playing against, and it doesn't take into account what is happening to get to that win for the match. So while KD does show you someone's maybe skill on hitting shots and give you an idea of how good they are, the example he provided was someone that is a .9 but is ascendant in comp is obviously much better than someone with a 1.5 KD in silver or gold. I think he just said silver. Um, and it makes sense. Like, you can sit back and farm your KD and lose your matches, and, and it doesn't mean that you're a good player or that you're a team player. It just means that you play your life. Which means uh, you're a player. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just playing, your, you're playing a number instead of playing with your team or playing to win the match. And... And I was just like, oh, shit, like that really makes a lot of sense. Like, just like you shouldn't just look at someone's KD, but you should take into account like 
their win loss ratio and stuff like that as well. So that was cool to hear. Yeah, I don't know. It's so, still uh, Katie kind of matters though. Because like, yeah, I was gonna. You could you could look I'm at Koala and look at me <laughs> when it comes to trials. Just because okay. if you see if you see a high KD and a bunch of flawlesses, obviously that player knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah. So because uh, that goes back to the whole me not getting along with carries because uh, there <laughs> there's a couple of people out there in the community that have like well over 200 flawlesses playing as like point threes or something like that, and it's literally literally just because of carry streams. Uh, Couple of people that know me know the. I'm not gonna name the person because I'm. I don't do the name and shame thing. But when we see the name, we're like, oh yeah, we know that guy. <laughs> He's always in streams, uh, you know, winning raffles and uh, has more flawlesses than the average uh, player population. And that that's kind of only in trials. And in, in, and when it comes to comp, I understand because it's like like in Call of Duty when they play ranked. Uh, no one really has expects anyone to have a two KD in ranked in Call of Duty. You usually. 1.1 is considered really good, 1.2, somewhere around there. Just because you're expected yeah. to die a lot in those game modes. Yeah. They do but a pretty good job though. of making sure you don't get uh, anywhere near too high of a number. Well, the thing is, in uh, in Call of Duty, that everyone knows, uh, you know, you see a guy with a high win percentage, you're like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is about to be a rough game. We're all going to be dying left and right. And then... uh same goes for um, in trials. It's more noticeable because you'll see like a three KD ninety ninety something percent win percentage, and you're like, "Yep, this is about to be a rough game," and uh, you just you know gotta play smart because those guys are definitely gonna be playing really smart. Um, yeah. But when it comes to comp, that that's kind of why uh, I used to like comp when it had countdown originally in Forsaken because it actually felt like a like a search and destroy game. Now it's kind of weird. Like I don't, I don't know what the hell's wrong with the game mode that I, it just doesn't click with anyone anymore. Yeah. But uh, Forsaken uh, had the best version of that countdown mode, in my opinion. And uh, and yeah, and during that time, no one had uh, unless they were running like as a I th- what was it a four man during that time. And um, God, was unless that, they were running was a four man, four. Unless they were running a four man or a three man like fire team where everyone was on comms uh you don't normally expect people to have a a two or something higher yeah yeah and i do think it's important to call out like katie is an indication of skill it is just should not be the only indication of someone's skill right like yeah it's no reason to not want to play the game yeah oh yeah that guy has a three i'm backing out like no you can still play the game like if you get rolled you get rolled it's uh it's the way the game is, you know. The, you're no one's exempt from getting rolled, and uh, my, my, <clears throat> your people need to understand say, that. No, you go, you go, all no. you. <laughs> no, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's like a, a lot of people just uh, just look at a KD. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm either backing out or I'm, you know, I, I think it actually happened with uh, with you guys. It, uh, I don't mean to knock you guys, but we saw a name we recognized, and we were like, "Oh shit, it's this person!" And then I noticed that uh, you guys were playing a lot more safe, and I was like, "Ah, fuck it, dude, we just send it," <laughs> you know? Like, we, if we lose, we lose, and uh, and um, that's all it is, you know? All right, we just yeah. our card's gonna take a bit longer. That's all. That's all. The only thing that changed. Yeah, was it Panda? <laughs> I yeah. think Panda was the only one that really put fear in 
in my uh in my eye and not really fear just knowing that it was going to be a struggle bus right so yeah because some people get in into their own heads before the the game even starts so like yeah i get it like he's a really good player yeah. like, it's like top 0.01 percent so you, we know we're 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 fighting an uphill battle but it doesn't mean we right we, you know we just stop playing but no yeah, that's the, the only comment i made about that because because like i noticed it like before we were just running at everything and then that game it just so happened we just started playing slow and i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna start running at them too <laughs> yeah yeah dude totally you're you're right on there uh i always when things like that happen i'm like well if i get a kill i feel successful it's like yeah it's like going into look at it yeah it's like going into a private match against you or val or marky or anyone like that it's like if i can rack up a kill or two i feel like i've done a good job here today you know let's get that um, one win yep uh sweet well yeah that was kind of that was kind of my only takeaway from or those were my only points i really took away from that was there anything else from that um episode that you want to call out before we move on okay so uh, everyone split i'm on the side that most people won't agree with either so um you know how he mentioned the smgs uh not being viable in the lower ranks Oh yeah, of players. My take on that is, yeah, they've been hit a bunch of times, but if the lower rank of players don't use those SMGs, does it matter if we nerf them even more? You know, because they're not going to be using them anyway. Yeah, you know, it, it's more like a the game becomes unbearable when it when everyone just uses the same thing over and over. Like I I hate to be the one to say like, oh, I, I want to nerf SMGs. I like SMGs. Like the thing is, we. You know, we've dragged it, that meta so far into the ground that uh, at this point we need a like a drastic change because it's just boring. I load yeah. into a game, I see three bubble titans, PKs, and it's like, come on, man! Like, like you don't get bored of this? Like, no, but we, like I get it. Winning is fun. Winning is fun to anyone. But at the same time, it's like there, there's a whole like list of other weapons you can use, and, it, and this is you. Like you're, you're gonna sit here for hours a day just shooting the same gun, sh- doing the same exact things over and over. Yes, that is what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they said he said it was something crazy too. like it was something like 14 times they've touched SMGs directly or indirectly um, and touching target lock three times. Uh, but I agree with you, man. Like, I don't I don't feel like they've done enough to change the SMG meta. I mean, we'll see come Tuesday if if maybe the playtesting was enough that we see sidearms and other things come to light. But um, yeah, I agree, man. Like it's they're one of those weapons that spans such a wide range, you know, like they they do need to be pulled in a little bit. And I think it's good to like play the fucking game differently, you know. Keeps it fun. Yeah, because there's so many other weapons you can use, and it's like, oh, I'm just gonna use this. And on top of that, um, everyone can say target lock was the issue. It's like, uh, target lock was part of the issue, but even before Immortal and those other guns, you still had Shayers, you still had um, multi mock, and yep. no one learned their lesson. It's like, hey, uh, we got this uh, lightweight SMG with a shit ton of range and a shit ton of handling. Of course, everyone's gonna use it, you know. Yep. Oh, you 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 want to put kill clip on that SMG? Now people are getting deleted as soon as uh 
their teammate died next to them. So, again, I, I don't normally want, you know, complain about nerfs or, you know, complain enough to call for a nerf, but they, they got to change something up when it comes to that just because, you know, that even with the target lock nerfs, I guarantee you, starting that week of trials, when it comes around, you're still going to see uh, SMGs. It's just going to be Shayuras with Kill Clip. Yep. Or Immortal with Kill Clip. And that'll literally just replace your target lock. Yeah. No, they, they just... They, they cover such a wide range, man. And then with special ammo going away, like people are going to lean into them even more because they want something always available for close quarters. Yeah. So... I'm going to try and make myself run more sidearms. I appreciate that about you. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how effective it is. Um, cool. Anything else? I am very much looking forward to P- PvP being a primary and a sidearm again, like it was at the end of Destiny 1. No, I'm I don't think it'll be that, that though. It's I just... don't think it's going to be that either. I just... I, I like to laugh about people when they complain about special ammo and then they weren't around for D1 when there was no special ammo and it was awful. Just yeah. the worst worst time ever when that was going on. Or even just like D2 year one. Oh yeah, that was... It was all that was kind of rough too, yeah. yeah. My heavy shotgun. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, I... I'm actually excited because the changes to fusion rifles mean that I can do something like run kickstart so I can recraft a f- that um, Tekion and run kickstart on it and then run a slide shot hand cannon. So I have a slide hand cannon slide fusion. That'll be awesome. And that will be a lot of fun, I think. Um, What else? Uh, let's move on to. So they dropped it. A- twid today uh there was a lot of stuff in it about guardian games but it's it's like the same guardian games with like a s- twist here and there but really like i'm so in on the pvp stuff that i was like okay it's fine they added hoverboards and they made them like skateboards that was cool it was like some tony hawk shit going on like you can <laughs> grind and do kick flips i guess so looks fun enough i guess yeah you sure. know what that, that's going to lead into? It's like, you put the hoverboard in the game before Sparrow Racing? It's dead, pal. Mm-hmm. You know, Sparrow Racing's never coming back. And then <laughs> yeah, I'll dude, let it go. like a year. Um, no, they need to bring like a Tony Hawk version of Sparrow Racing where like you, it's like a, it's like a hoverboard race, but you have to do tricks and accrue points, you know? <laughs> yeah. You grind Vex heads and stuff. Um, now, I think if anything that the hoverboards will will get me to maybe play a couple missions just so I have one. Right? So you can see what it looks like. Yeah, play around with it. But like really like uh, I'm probably just going to be in the crucible. It was completely reasonable. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I alluded to the fact that I played some solo trials. So it was fun. I. uh my time was limited, so I didn't really team up with anyone. Just jumped in when I could sneak in a few games. Um, got to like four, four or five wins before I flawed my card out. Uh, oh, but I had uh, a sunshot rose drop with or a uh, slide shot rose with slide shot explosive accurized and small bore. Uh, and I have been a big fan of that. I know it's going to feel different come Tuesday. 
Um, but that was really cool. Stops doing anything. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how big of a hit it takes. Like it's gonna have less flinch, but it'll still have some flinch. So. Yeah, but you have explosives, so it'll probably just counteract the whole flinch change in general. Yeah, I'm hoping so. We'll see. I'm I'm still gonna try it because I think slide shot is so much fun. It's so amazing on a hand cannon. Like, I love just the extra extra perks you get just by sliding around, sliding into an engagement. Yeah, range stability and two bullets. I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Every other slide. Um, did you guys play any Destiny this week or anything worth talking about? Uh, I did play Trials with Mark. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was rough. We only did (laughs) a home card. Oh, really? uh, After that, I played uh, Trials with my boy, uh, Silva. Yeah. That was also rough. (laughs) And then, uh, (laughs) then I solo queued two more cards, and those were... Uh, they were somewhere in the middle. They weren't really rough, but they were... Sometimes you just get sold by teammates, and there's nothing you can do about it. You just watch there in sadness as you lose the game. Yeah. And, yeah, that's uh, that's part of solo queue, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's the joy of solo queue. You, you play the blueberry roulette and just hope for the best. Yep. I think the community needs to learn that, too, because it's so funny when I'd, like, solo queue in comp or something, and then someone starts raging in chat and i'm just like dude like you chose to solo queue this thing like right. i have a realistic expectation going in that you might lose to this matchmaking no that's not how that works oh, i win guess. every game i play <laughs> sorry what else were you saying uh well that was about it um i did my usual on tuesday i did my usual played my three comp games get uh, absolutely shit on by Bungie when it comes to Rose Rolls. They're all dog shit. And uh, <laughs> I have to wait for next Tuesday to do yeah. the same exact thing all over again. And uh, yeah, you know, it's usually whenever you want something, you'll never get it. And then when you yeah. don't need something, you'll you'll get the God Roll of it. And that's why I, that's why I started using Fusions, because I'm like, oh, I have God Rolls of these. <laughs> Might as well start using them. Um, I did... I had six 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 guns to focus today, so I did four roses and um, two snipers. And um, three of my four roses were crap, and one of them, one of them I kept, and I don't know what I'm going to do because it has the same stats as another one that I kept, or same perks, but like one has better range and one has better stability, and you know it's above the the radical reset stability mark, right? So. It's like a good amount of stability. Um, but it was funny because I I focused my two snipers because I was like, well, I have a sniper I like, but you know what? Like, why not throw two snipers in the mix? And I got the exact same fucking roll on both of them. And it was like snapshot Vorpal. And I'm like, <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> Did you uh, not already have that? Uh, I have a Vorpal snapshot roll on... Um, I'm on one of the Adept ISOs that I kept. So. Oh yeah, you can't get that anymore either. Yeah, so I just... I, uh... Or maybe it wasn't uh, an Adept one. I kept a Vorpal one for ISOL, though. Um... Uh, 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 I can't find them. 
Anyways, yeah. Uh, and then uh, outside of Destiny, uh, a lot of Hell Divers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Rob, you downloaded that too, right? Yeah, I have not played a lot of Hell Divers, but I have played some Hell Divers. What do you think of it? Uh, it is super fun. Like, I just find it to be goofy, silly fun, which is all I'm really looking for. Um, I mean, it might help with the people I played with. I played with Fudd and his crew for a, a few of my drops, and they're just doing ridiculous things the entire time because it's Fudd and his group, right? But then uh, I also got in and played with Davis and Hippo and stuff like that, and turns out you might be shocked to find this out. Hippo will go about on walkabouts in... Uh, in video games as well. Um, in not just Destiny. All the video games. Hippo will just start wandering. Um, so we're like doing a mission. And he's all of a sudden on the other side of the map. Where'd you go, Hippo? Uh, I just went wandering. And it is <laughs> absolutely as fantastic as you would hope it would be. So, uh, yep. yeah. that's I've enjoyed it quite a bit. I think it's a super fun game to watch. And super fun game to play. So... Yeah, I actually played with Hippo yesterday. A couple of my coworkers bought the game too, so it's it's pretty funny. Uh, you know, you're trying to teach them the game. It's like, don't shoot it, and then next thing you know, the entire team is dead because somebody shot a nuke. It's like, hey, what is this? I'm gonna shoot it. And then, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a horror movie. I just got cut off, and then everyone realized we all died. And then uh, we were trying to play with Hippo. Uh, I got all those boys to get Discord downloaded, so the next time I play with Hippo, I should be able to get everyone to talk. It was kind of weird, because uh, I guess uh, the way PC works is uh, when he went into game chat, the mic was getting redirected somewhere else, so he wasn't really able to talk, so I was just going back and forth between Discord and uh, oh. the game chat to talk to Hippo. But, uh, I don't know, I, I, he, he wasn't doing the wandering. He did it a couple of times, but it wasn't anything... Uh, Cause we're doing the the robots and those things are brutal. They, we had a situation where me and Hippo were trying to blow up a facility and we're, we're looking around and we're like, oh, that's a lot of robots. And then we're like, we're we're leaving this. We turn around, there's an army of them on the other side of the, the <laughs> Just hill. Marching we're like, yeah, towards we're, you. yeah, we're fucking dead. And uh, you know, it's a lot of fun with friends like that. I can't stress that's enough cool. that you should only play that game with friends. You play with randoms, you will get pretty mad just because uh. It's one thing if your friends team kill you, because, you know, you're going to laugh about it, or, you know, you call each other names or whatever. But if a random does it a bunch of times, and a, a lot of people don't know, uh, I wish there was, like, a something that said it, like, blatantly, uh, hey, the samples are for the entire team, like, you don't have to kill the, your teammates thinking that, you know, only one person gets away with the samples or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, there's uh, been a fair amount of uh, people, like... <laughs> going off, wandering off with the samples, and then dying, and then all of us are like, okay, well, I guess we better go help pick up the samples from the sample guy who died, but uh, it's, uh, everything so far has just been nothing but fun. I, um, yeah, it's all the, the little things on the map that make the game hilarious. I saw... I got to actually watch it, so I, have, I haven't been able to spend much time with it, and... um I was working this week and I'm, I'm, I love this bot that we've introduced into discord or upgraded and it, you know, posted that mullet went live 
I was like, oh shit, like I'm I'm doing work. Like I set up my phone and watched Mullet play on my phone while I was working. And he was on PS5 and it looked so good, dude. I was like, dude, are you playing on PC? He's like, no, I'm on PS5. I'm like, God, this game looks good. Like for, you know, for not being a huge developer or anything like right. that. I'm like, this looks like a lot of fun. And like the bugs looked cool and everything. And I was very entertained watching them. Like, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I f- feel like I watched him for like an hour or something, but it was it was quite a while. I got to see him do do two different worlds or two different drops or something like that. But um, I definitely understand why people like the game. It looked really cool. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun. I would like to play it more, but work has been dumb this week. So maybe next time next week we'll get going. That's cool. Uh, any other games, boys? I've been playing COD. Uh, mm. We've been playing... We did Zombies. We did finish the last uh, mission of Act 3 with Helios, me and Bryson Helios on... was our Saturday, his Sunday. Basically, <laughs> we had to plan plan a play date with Helios to deal with the uh, <laughs> the time differences. Uh, yeah. We all showed up and played, and... Uh, so we got that done, and then I played a bunch of Warzone, Resurgence Warzone with Clay and Ghost, and uh, who else was there? Oh, Bobby. So oh, nice. had a good time playing that. Didn't get any more wins, still just sit on the one win, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And a lot less stressful than watching Clay and Nessie and Lana try to play ranked Resurgence, so I'll, I'll stick away from the ranked Warzone modes. That looks awful. I do want to get back in there and try Warzone out because, like I said, I uh, I always played it when I wasn't into Call of Duty. I just played it because that's what everyone else was playing. So now that I really enjoy zombies and multiplayer, it'd be fun to play Warzone and see see if I have a different view on it. Um, we got and we got a zombies run in with Panda. Oh yeah, we did. The, we had one real good run, and then my game crashed on the second one, and now yeah. I still have nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was fun, though. It was besides you losing all your stuff. It was it was a good night. You was it you or Panda? One of you two. I think it was you, right? Didn't you have like four or five crystals at first run? Yeah, I got like four purple crystals that first run. Yeah, I had everything. (laughs) (laughs) It never happens Um, that way. Normally, I'm like, oh, cool. I got three green ether tools. Yeah. That was like that other week when we were going to Xfil and I look and I had like dog meat and like things that did not matter in my inventory. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I may have had too many drinks because I am Xfilling with nothing valuable. <laughs> Love it. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Quala, you touching anything else? Uh, Not really. I keep telling myself I'm going to start playing Apex because they made a bunch of uh, changes to that game, but uh, somehow I find my way to, you know, defending democracy. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah, that, Helldivers right now has me hooked. Um, yeah. I'll play Destiny here and there just so I don't forget how to play the game. But uh, for the most part, if I can find time, I'll just sit there and do uh, stupid missions in Helldivers. Hey, man, as long as you're having fun, that's what matters, right? Yeah. Um, shit, I totally lost my train of thought there. 
Um, oh, I was going to say, yeah, you you actually, you were pretty high up in Apex, right? When you were playing it, didn't you say that at one point? No, um, I think I was uh, consistently in Diamond, which is like somewhere in the middle, I think. Somewhere, okay. I hope. And uh, the rest of my friends were like Masters. A couple of them hit um, Predator, which is like the equivalent of like Top 500 for um, the console games, but... uh. Everyone took a break. You know, I used to play it. I had my uh, little team of three, and we would always... Like, so, the thing about me, if you talk to anyone that uh, plays with me consistently, I used to bitch a lot when it came to games <laughs> like that. And it was kind of one of those things where, like, yeah, I could probably be annoying. And they know. It's like, but it, it's whenever it comes to, like, competitive games, like, with ranked, I'm going to I'm gonna start yapping. And... Uh, <laughs> And yeah, that's always how it was. Like uh, the original, uh, the original trio was me, Wolfie, and uh, Outbreak, which you, you played with once, um, Fluffy. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, our entire trials cards, we would win a lot during those days, but uh, it would just be us bitching to each other. <laughs> I, and I don't know why it worked. It was kind of like uh, we were all part of like a, um, we were all part of a streamer community. I, and I never really played with people, and I would just one day just started messaging people, like, hey, uh, you want to play trials? And then somehow that team formed, and then uh, it expanded to the rest of uh, what you see as Elgun, which is me, Silva, um, and the other guys that were playing uh, that season one league. Okay. So, like, what? <laughs> it's funny because uh, whenever we play ranked, uh, uh, that's usually like where you, you see the worst out of me. Just because <laughs> I'll just start bitching. <laughs> It's like, what the fucker? But again, it, it's one of those things where, you know, we play so much together, we kind of like set expectations and it's to a, you know, it's it's annoying. And and I've been working on it for uh, a while now. Like, I, I bitch a lot less. Like, they know, they, they used to always say, oh my God. Like, shut up. We just start arguing. Um, but it was kind of fun in a way because, you know, we, we were bitching to each other, but with the intention of getting better as a team. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so like when, uh, they made a bunch of changes in Apex that kind of didn't sit well with us and we all just kind of like broke off and started doing our own thing. So it kind of worked out that you did the, the 3v3 thing because I got to reconnect with a lot of those guys that went missing. That's cool, uh, man. Yeah, I was like, hey, we're doing this. Uh, and a lot of them didn't play and they really enjoyed that first, uh, season. Because, uh, you know, they hadn't played in a long time, and it, it was a great spot to come back to the game. That's cool. You guys wrecked shop as well, so... Spoiler alert, you still got it. Yeah, I was the only one that just kept playing the game, and then the other two is just... Yeah, again, we, we played so long together, like me, Zap, and Silva, and then uh, the other guys were longtime friends also, like Noble and Six, that, that were um, subbing in for us. Uh you know, everyone branched out, and I just kept calling them back in. I'm like, hey, do you want to play this? And I'm like, sure. And then, do you want to play this? And, and yeah, everyone said and they had a lot of fun, so, you know. That's cool, man. I love to hear that. I love I love that people of all, all the skill ranges, too, said that they had a good time. Like, um, I like that people got something of it, and everyone got a little bit something different, but, I mean, for the most part, like, I had people reach out privately and and publicly that you know they they enjoyed doing it. Some of them came back. Some of them inspired other people to come try it. So that's cool. I still think it's funny that you guys 
formed a team, you, Wolfie, and Silva. And then you're like, well, we want to we want to expand our ability to help people. And like, we'll go into the LFG pool and people can make teams with us. And here we are like a few days away from cutoff and it's going to be you and Silva. And then Wolfie has to go play by himself with another team. Uh, and so it's kind of funny that it worked out that way. It's too doesn't have to. He gets to go play he, with another team. Right, right. Well, I still think it's cool. Like he's with MC and MC is um, MC's a fun player and he's he's skilled. So he definitely is not in a bad situation. And I think I think, too, like. There's a lot of really interesting matchups this this season, like there's a couple teams that have like some really cool dynamics so yeah it'll be cool to see how it plays out not us yep. we're the same old scrubs <laughs> yep that's okay man we didn't win a lot last season but we had a good fucking time every single night it's all that matters to me whenever we're yep. playing yep as long as you get in your uh charged melee my one thunderclap per night? Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm looking for. I, thought I want a couple rounds or games where I do a good job and hold the team up. I feel pretty great if that happens, so. Yep. Dude, I had that today. I got to sneak in a couple comp games, and I had one game where I was doing, I was just on point, like, playing my life, supporting teammates and not getting picked and it felt so fucking good like i was just like <laughs> dude i am i am just doing amazing and and it helped that my teammate one of my blueberries was doing equally as good as i was you know so we we just did a really good job of team shooting together of of swapping when someone had to go into cover like being in the same spot rotating correctly um there's just something about games when you play well with people you know it's set it scratches that itch yep it's a good feeling to have for sure yep um okay oh shit i didn't get my music shit set up i'm gonna have to grab that in a second um rob you want to talk about fitness contest for a second while i grab this Sure, we are finishing up this fitness contest um we're gonna be done on Basically this week, um, I think there have been two th- uh, two frame of thoughts, whether we're going to roll right into the next one, if we're going to give it a, a week or so for everyone to sort of uh, reset and relax a little bit, and then we'll get going after that. Um, but when we finish this one up, we'll uh, get the next one started. We'll let you know about it when it's starting and uh, come join us. Get ready in the spring to get ready for the uh, summer bods. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've I haven't gotten a lot of feedback on people wanting one way or the other, so maybe we'll just roll into it. We'll see though. I haven't I haven't drafted anything up for the next contest. Uh but I'll I'll hit everyone up in chat again and then also um you and I will talk offline, but I have some ideas for prizes. Um How's it how's fitness stuff been going for you, man? Uh, this week's been not great since it's been, you know, so busy with work, you know, for well over 40 hours, but I'd say 50, 50, uh, my body definitely broke down pretty quickly at the beginning of this month. And so it's only been diet going on it. Um, 
So we'll, I guess we're in the spot where we will see is where all I can say. Yeah. I, uh, I went for a run today. I think I, I posted this in chat, but I, um, I just have gotten to the point this week where I can run and feel good about it. And I'm not like hacking my lungs up when I run. Um, but it was hard, man. Like it, it fucking sucked. Like it was, it was a struggle. Every single mile was a struggle. And no, and I wanted to go further, but it just, it wasn't, it was just one of those where I couldn't break through the wall. And I have to be realistic because I was sick for like 21 days and I took like four or five days off before that for my birthday, thinking I would just jump back into training. So I literally have had like a month off of training. So I need to slowly work back into it. But, um, does not happen overnight, unfortunately. No, 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 I got a reality check. So I do have to wake up tomorrow and do some strength training and yoga and get that shit going again. Cause that's, that's huge. Like the strength training, I really need to double down on cause my races are coming. And now I had a month kicked out of my lax training schedule. So I have to be better about it. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, picked up a new mountain bike. Stoked about that. Ready for it to be dry so I can avoid trees and climb rocks. That'll be fun. All of those seem reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, but I, uh, I feel my voice going. So what do we say? We add some, uh, music to the playlist and then call it a night. It works for me. Okay. Oh, this thing's not going to open for me. Is it? Oh, for Ben? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Putting my microphone on the other side of the desk is like great for microphone stuff, but it definitely makes looking across my desk at the D at the DM much harder. <laughs> I'm seeing if I can get it pu- to pull up because uh, it is Shoot Our Way Out by Good Hangs. That is what Ben has for us today. Very cool. Okay. Uh, Mr. Admiral Nips, uh, what are you adding? Uh, I think I am going to go with, let me pull up my Spotify real quick and take a look. Um. Uh, we're going to go with Under My Thumb by the Rolling Stones. Social Distortion has an Under My Thumb um, song, and I really wonder if it's a remake of the Rolling Stones one. It's like a minute shorter, so maybe not. Um, okay, uh, let's go Koala. What do you got for us, buddy? So, I'm going to go with uh, Slipping by DMX. I grew up in Yager, so... You know, DMX is a big part of uh, living in that area. He's yes, from there he also. Is. And, uh, yeah, I've seen him a couple mm. times when he used to work in a pizzeria, like near the projects over there, because he still would visit the the area. That's and, cool. Uh, and, yeah, so, like, uh, growing up, all the old heads in the streets would uh, have their boom boxes and stuff playing music. And I would hear a lot of DMX. So, like, DMX is one of those... Uh, guys I can just listen to and not really think about much. And uh, that song in particular is kind of like one of those, like, you know, just, like, it's him telling the story of, like, getting his head right. Yeah. No, it's a good song. Do you want the original or the re-recorded, remastered version? The re-recorded is the one where he talks more in the beginning, right? It's ten seconds longer, so probably... I'll just go with that one. 
Yeah, because I know he I know he says a bit more in the very beginning. Ooh. All right. Uh then it's me, huh? Um I'm gonna change it up. We're gonna go with Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. That is on my list of things to add someday, so I am glad that you added it. My way of saying a good pick. A good pick was had. Yeah, I this song came on. I, I like I like this song for sure. And this song came on this week. Um I have to say I really like the Spotify DJ. Uh fake um what's his face? Um Sway I, I like to call him. Yeah, fake sway. <laughs> yeah. Uh AI Sway, whatever you want to call him. Uh their algorithm's good, man. Like I, I like I really appreciate how it changes things up and adds new music. Um, and if you don't, if you aren't feeling something, you just skip five or six songs and then it's just something totally different. And I like that a lot. So, uh, it's been, it's been putting good music in front of me and I've been getting away from like the daily playlists and stuff like that, that I used to always just naturally go to, which we're getting stagnant, right? Because you start just hearing the same music over and over again. Yep. All right, so that puts us at 365 songs, 22 hours and 42 minutes. We got one hour and 18 minutes left. Yeah, going to be interesting to see. We uh, are going to take a big chunk out of that next week because we've got a bunch of people on the show. So, Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, DPS, where we got dudes playing stuff coming next week. If you haven't checked out their show yet, uh, they just dropped a show this week. They had um, Waffle and uh, Stormcrow on. And it was amazing. It was such a great episode. It actually dropped today. Um, Rodimus is killing it with the uh, edits. Like the the sound levels were great. Like they do a great job, like having that many people on and not talking over each other. And the chemistry is there. And like that's something that that you that you can't like work on. That's something that you just have. Right. So they have like a super rad chemistry. Um, and it just makes for a very entertaining show because everyone's friends. Right. So, uh, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's DPS dudes playing stuff. If you need a link, uh, hit me up or tag Panda or Stormcrow or danger or Rodimus or anyone else in our discord. They're all on that show and they can get you a link and get you into the discord. Uh, but yeah, they'll be on next week. So hit us up with your questions for them and um, should be a good time. For democracy. <laughs> for democracy. Uh, Koala, I appreciate you coming on tonight, man. I'm glad you guys uh, picked me for some reason. You know, you could have picked anyone else. You could have picked the guy that uses a hand cannon that's completely useless to come on the show. <laughs> But uh, for some reason, you guys decided on me, and uh, you know, thank you for having me on. We already had somebody who is compu- completely useless with a hand cannon in their hands. Two somebody's. No, no, no. Um, so, <laughs> no. But thank you for joining. It was fun, and appreciate your insights. Uh, after you know playing against you a bit more, it's like, yep, I'm willing to listen to the advice he's given because it's basically like magic how I'm dying, and so it's always. It's always nice to have those people around that can teach you just how badly and you're doing in a nice way. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Good member of the community, man. I'm glad that I'm glad that you found your way over and you've brought over some cool people with you. So, uh, you know, 
we we enjoy doing a show and having fun doing the show and that's the type of this is the type of shit we enjoy doing you know talking with friends so yep um sweet well fuck that's our show should we end it we're ending it buy storm crow's special miracle whip use code ptp rocks for not 12% off, but it's actually 12% more, but we get that 12%. <laughs>